0: Jack fans. Today's episode. All right. Buckle up. Get ready. It's it's not the best one but we have we have a lot a lot to discuss. So
1: we do have a lot to discuss and there's gonna be I'm sure a lot of uh conversations after this (laughs) podcast about everything that happened during this game and all the moving parts and it's just there's there's a lot to unpack I mean obviously the game itself but then there's a lot of stuff you know aside from the actual game that we have to discuss and so like Jacqueline said definitely definitely um (laughs) definitely strap in because it's it's gonna be a real one it's gonna
0: be quite a conversation
1: ha yeah I'm not looking forward to it, but at the same time, like, we just kind of just pull the band aid and, and just, just do it. Just Nike, just do it. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, start off on a nice point. It was senior night. Um, so we had, you know, we did a little senior appreciation post for our five guys. We had Charlie, Cameron, Gavin, did. David, and Rati. Um, and then our senior managers, our three senior managers. Which gotta yeah, give him some Dylan uh, Jackson. What now? Oh no, no no go ahead.
1: Yeah, Dylan Jackson and Kyle.
0: Yeah.
1: I was just listening to. I was listening to. Yeah yeah Dylan Jackson and Kyle. Um, yeah, and you know a lot of people don't really understand the the life day in and day out of those managers. Like they literally they do all like the grunt work, all the crazy <clears throat> you know preparation that goes into like all the small things, like you know watching film, editing film. Uh, You know that they, they, they give up a lot of their time, a lot of their free time. Like they'll come in, like you know exactly what, like because we had that conversation with Grant, and that's what he was yeah. saying. Like, there'd be days or weekends he'd come in at like you know two three in the morning because someone would have texted one of them and said like, "Hey, I need help. Like you know, shagging balls. I'm gonna shoot some free throws or something like that. Like, can you come up to the gym or whatever?" And and they'll do it and they'll drop everything and go. And it's just one of those things where just almost like these guys give up their lives just like an athlete does. You know what I mean? Like they give up all their free time to work hard and be a manager for some of them all four years, some of them a couple years. So a big shout out to those, to those three senior managers and all the managers for that. Yeah. They're, the
0: the time like, commitment is wild. Cause you have to think like Alex wild. said, I mean, anytime the players are there, they're there. So they're already mm-hmm. putting in as much time as the players, but then all of the prep and, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff that they have to do in addition to that. Like, it's it's just a lot of time.
1: It really a is. I mean, it really is. And so, again, shout-out to those three guys. <laughs> we'll, we'll miss you next year. Hopefully you guys will still be around, maybe in grad school, come watch some games or whatever. But um, we appreciate all the hard work. And then, of course, you know, like Jacqueline mentioned, our five seniors, uh, it's just wild that it's already senior day, senior night. It's come and gone, that the season's – almost over we got one more game coming up on Saturday tomorrow it's just wild that and it feels like we've known these guys forever but like they've only been here for two years like all four of them
0: all five or five five, five sorry
1: all five of them have only been here like the managers some of the managers have been here longer than the players which is funny like I mean yeah it's just yeah all of these guys were all you know two-year transfers so I mean um just crazy it feels like
0: they've been here for forever, but it's only been two years. Um, I know. And I really... I'm, I'm, like, a little in denial because it's, like, you know, the, the four-year players were extra sad by the time they leave because we had them for four years. But then it's, like, these guys who transfer in, we only have them for two years. When it's time for them to go, it's, like, but wait, like, we're just really you getting... Have more time, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you have two more years? Like, we're just getting to know and love know. you, and you're just, like really coming out of your shell into the team framework and like, we don't want you to go.
1: I know. And the thing is, is this year, all of them get an extra year of eligibility. So like they don't technically have to go, but we all know. know
0: I really, I I really wanted to reply to Cam's tweet and say, but you don't
1: have to go. I know. I really wanted to too. (laughs) But like, obviously if he's already making a post saying goodbye, like, he already made his decision. You know what I mean. Like yeah. he's the only one so far that I've seen made a post though. That was like that was yeah. the last time at home they all stood up wearing the purple and white. So that kind of already tells me that he's already made his decision to take his last year of eligibility and go somewhere else, or you know, um, or be done, whatever, or be yeah. done. Yeah, whatever he decides to do. I mean, more power to him. Whatever he decides. But he's the only one so far that's made a post. Yeah. about being the last home game wearing the purple and white. Obviously, yes, we know that there's one more game left tomorrow on Saturday at Sam, but, and who knows if any of the guys are going to do a similar post. I have no idea. That's the crazy thing about this is like typically like at this point of the season, like we know these are seniors, like they're not coming back. Right. You know, like we know that, but the fact that they're all given one extra year of eligibility, we're in freaking limbo land, sitting here waiting on pins and needles, wondering if any of them are going to come back. Or they're gonna take that extra year and go somewhere else and play um, for one more year we have absolutely no idea and it's just like I don't know like we honestly we have to honestly back and think that there is a real and true honest reality the fact that none of them return and the fact that we may be starting off the new season in a new conference with all new starters except for Calvin yeah And that is a little scary to me. A <laughs> little bit. I mean, unless we get some like badass transfers from you know JUCOs or something coming in. I know. Anywho, anyway, so yeah, it was senior night, and it was uh, started off on a really high note with senior night and doing all the fun things. The only thing that really kind of cracked me up, and I felt so bad was the fact that poor cam's frame broke like just hardcore just fell over and shattered all over the freaking floor i felt so bad
0: i know (laughs) and i was worried the whole game because i'm like i really feel like they need y'all know how like ocd i am i'm like i've that broom and uh dustpan is like not enough like we needed a vacuum out there to like make sure there's no little shards of glass lying around for them well, to I think like he dive gone on up and
1: maybe ran to the bathroom and like brandy came out there with like that with like a mop thing
0: oh and, like, okay
1: mopped up that area so i know it wasn't okay. like a vacuum but at least she took like yeah. that big ass mop thing and like mopped that whole area yeah like back and forth a couple times so i, I feel like that helped more than just the broom and just okay. situation so i feel i felt a little bit better about that because you're right i mean what if the player fell and like cut himself on like a tiny ass shard of glass and he's bleeding all over the god dang court and it's just like (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) anyway but yeah anyway um and then the other fun part about last night was that we had a fun special guest uh, appear in the stands about halfway through the game um Johnny Boy
0: oh we were so excited to see him I was so out of it you were like Johnny's here and I'm like Johnny, who? What?
1: <laughs> right? I was like, "What do you mean, Johnny?" I was like, "Yeah, like Johnny, like Johnny Como, like Johnny Boy." He's sitting over there by freaking Grant. And she, oh, as so we, you know, it was just about almost halftime. I was almost over, and uh, so we ran over there and went and sat with him for a few minutes and caught up and chit chatted. And you know, he's doing well. He's living in, in Dallas. He works. I think they say he works at uh,
0: Wells, Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he's doing well. So in case anybody was wondering how Johnny boy's doing, he's doing good. We did question him as to why he didn't come to the Lamar game. Um, <laughs> and of course he's like, well, I don't live in Bon." I'm like, I know but it's Lamar, you know? <laughs> anyway, so, um, we did get a picture with him. And so we did post it. If you saw it on our social media platforms, we did post our picture with Johnny. So it was nice to see him. I hope we can see him again. And we keep trying to get him onto the podcast. And I, I mean, obviously he's busy and he just started working so I mean hopefully things will settle down a little bit next season and he'll uh we'll we'll get him on the podcast for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. Gosh, it was good catching up with him.
1: It really is, it really is. We do miss him. we told him you know, phew, we really really, really miss your defense for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we do, we did because uh, he was just he was just a full defensive player. And I'm not saying that we don't have guys now who can play good defense, but we don't have anyone who is just a defensive player, you know? Like
1: and, lights out the way that he is. And, and he John, even said that. He's he like, yeah. I could care less about points. Exactly. He said that. Exactly. He said that, he said that word for word on Wednesday. He was like, I could care two shits about scoring points. He's like, I, that's not what I was here for. I was like, thank you, Jesus. Some, I mean, like, right? yes, somebody gets it.
0: And every well, every team needs one. I feel like, um, but most of our guys can score, so they have other focuses in the game besides defense. And I'm not saying Johnny couldn't score, but you know, defense right. defense was his thing. So
1: correct, he was all about pressing. I mean, and we saw that. And I mean, again, I would love to. I would love to go back and look at his you know final stats. I forgot to do that, and we'll do that for the season um, on our last podcast. Of the year we'll talk about that um, about. You know, season statistics and how everybody kind of shaked up season wise. But I, I, man, do miss Johnny. His defensive prowess was just undeniable, though. You can't deny it. You really can't.
0: No. Um.
1: Anyway, oh, okay. Let's, even though this is going to sting a bit, we're going to have to relive a lot of shit, open up some wounds. Yeah. I know we all ban- We had to put a band aid on our bleeding hearts, but we're going to have to rip that band aid off and just bring it all yeah. back again. So, let's get it started might as well just get it over with
0: yeah so okay so here's the the general history and background info in our matchups with Abilene Christian we have tw- going into that game we had 21 wins and 12 losses largest margin of victory was 97 to 62 in 2016 and our smallest margin of victory was by 1 point 61 to 60 in 2019 our last matchup on January 27th whenever we played them there we lost by tw- even 20 points 82 to 62. Um, so, ACU currently, or before that game, was 19-4 and overall and 11-2 and in conference. So, just a little reminder of their losses. They lost to Tech only by 7, Arkansas by 13, some Houston by 7. And then the only loss they've had since um, the last time that we played them was against UCA, which we discussed in our little episode yesterday. Um, mm mm-hmm. In their wins, they won to ETSU, Austin P, Omaha, Howard Payne, Tarleton, McMurray, Hardin-Simmons, Dallas Christian, uh, Lamar twice, Houston Baptist twice, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi twice, Southeastern Louisiana, UCA, Incarnate Word, and Sam Houston. Um, so, coming into this game, like we said, it was senior night, so all five of our seniors started. We had Gavin, David, Raw T, Country, Country, um, in place of Calvin, and then Cameron. We did, in fact, take the L by a whopping two points. (sighs) On a buzzer shot, we lost 63-61. to Um, And the attendance was 1,636. I don't know what the max capacity is, but that's pretty close. I think think it's pretty close. I think it's not the biggest crowd we had this year.
1: I I think the biggest crowd we had was it's like closer to 2000 is like, I think the max. Cause I think it's like half of what we normally, what our max capacity is, which is like four something. So our half is like two ish. So it's, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was a good, it was a good crowd. It was a decent crowd. It was probably big a bigger crowd than I thought it was gonna be there to be there, honestly. Um, so I, I was fine with it for sure. All right, so let's talk about the standings as much as it pains me to say, and it still is so irksome. And I'm, just, again, I mentioned this on the last podcast like how over the moon and overjoyed I am the fact that we're almost done with this dumpster fire of a conference because of multiple reasons. But the first reason is because of the fucking scheduling and the fact that Nichols is just getting away with winning a portion of the title, at least a portion of the title, without having to play Abilene Christian and SFA. Like, yeah. I am so pissed right now. I can only I can only imagine how like if they win that shit outright for some reason, like I will be <laughs> even more irritated. And I really, really hope at that point, like that Sam Houston or Abilene Christian in the tournament comes back and whoops one of one of them whoops their ass.
0: I'm sure they will sure they will they have
1: to because they haven't even played Abilene Christian I think Abilene Christian is probably the best team in the conference right now like I'm saying that yeah because they are like they're so good like it, I'm not even mad that they beat us last. I'm mad how we lost I'm not mad that yeah. they beat us if that makes it Zay. if that makes sense like I'm not mad that we that they beat us because they're obviously a really good team they already beat us once this year like I get it they, they, they executed their plan they knew what they were doing we obviously could have won that game last night or on Wednesday night um and we could have. We definitely easily could have. I mean, we were ahead at the half by what, 15 points? But I'm not mad at Abilene Christian. I am upset about what the coach did at post game. But other than that, um, it was ours to lose. And we did. But the fact that they got through that and Nichols is freaking going to potentially win at the moment, they only have half. But at the moment, uh, they could potentially also win, depending on how this weekend's basketball games go, the full thing without having to play us or ACU is just bonkers to me. So I really hope ACU in the tourney at some point has to play Nichols and smacks the floor with them, just like white yeah. floor up and down, whoops that ass. And actually, <laughs> you know, they deserve to go the tourney, to be fair. So, because they've played lights out all season. Um <clears throat> It's just wild. And so Nichols is fourteen and two. Sam Houston and then are in the first, obviously. Sam Houston is thirteen and two. Adelaide Christian is twelve and two. We are fourth, still at eleven and three. Northwestern eight and seven, um, which they've been playing better lately. Which good for them. They actually finally have a a winning, a a winning, <laughs> a winning, <schedule. laughs> a winning uh, statistic. Eight and seven. Uh, New Orleans is batting. Batting the 500 here at, at seven and seven, uh, UIW five and eight. All the rest are all losing schedules or losing um, st- uh, standings at five and eight. Uh, Southeastern at five and nine. Lamar five and ten still. McNeese four and nine. It still irritates me that we got beat by Lamar in their five and ten team, a seven and seventeen total overall team. That still irritates me beyond belief. But what are you gonna do? Uh, McNeese four and nine. Houston Baptist four and ten. Uh central Arkansas four and eleven, and still acus Christie at one and thirteen they have not they have only won one one that's sad conference game. and if I can remember correctly that one conference win was against. let me go back and look
0: Who Lamar. oh my God. That makes yep. uh, last weekend suck even more.
1: Yep. It's just insanity. I just, I can't, I still can't believe that one. I really can't. <laughs> it's just. Anyway, anyway. The fact that four, that literally one and whatever the frick they, I, what I would I say? One in 10? One
0: in 13, uh, I thought.
1: One in 13. They're 4-19 yeah. on the season, and they beat Lamar, but we couldn't. And it's just wild. Ugh. Every day, I already have a fucking, I already have a stress headache from this. I really do.
0: Every day is a new day. I know I should be having a drink, but Anyhow. I do have
1: some good news, Barbara. Uh, though we are still in first place with the Commissioner's Cup, uh, and I really hope we win Commissioner's Cup. So that's another big middle finger to the Southland Conference. That'd be great.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so Commissioner's Cup, we are. Um, At 47 points total, Abilene Christian actually has 40 points there in second place. But, yeah, I would die. I would die if we won the commercials. Yeah. Just double middle fingers to the sky, boy.
0: (laughs) Most definitely. Okay. uh, So on to Sean Kennedy's stat section. Some of these are better than others. So just get ready. Uh field goal percentage 43.9. Not abysmal. Uh three point percentage wasn't good, th- 13.3. Um our free throw percentage was also not up to up to standard at 65.7. Um points in the paint, we had 32 points off turnovers, 22. Second chance points, we only had 5. Uh, fast break points we had 22. Um, bench points we only had four.
1: Oh God, I that makes uh, uh,
0: which is I'll come back around to that. Um, total rebounds we had 28. We only had six offensive boards and 22 defensive boards. Uh, fouls we had 21. Turnovers we had 17. Four turnovers we had 24. Um, we did have 15 steals uh, and we had one block. So, the game leader was Cam with 19 points, 6 rebounds, and 3 steals. Uh, then, we had Gavin and David, or I'm sorry. My eyes are not great right now, apparently. Gaven had 18 points. David had 13 points, um, but Gavin had 3 rebounds and 2 steals along with his 18 points. Uh, David with his 13 points had 1 rebound, 3 assists, and 7 steals. So. Um overall, goods and bads. Um, so yeah. on on to feats of strength, my starting five. Uh and it was it was really a struggle to pull out my five starting five feats of strength.
1: It, it was definitely a struggle for me as well, so you're not alone.
0: Um, we did start out strong was my number one point, but this turns into a, a grievance as we move on later. But um in the first half we were up by 15 at one point. Um, there were several points. We were up by 14 or 13. Um, we just, we really looked really good the first half, um, for the most part. Uh, or maybe not the greatest, but we had a pretty good, like, point spread. Um, anyway, okay, on with the story. Um, David had a really great game offensively and defensively. Um, There were two possessions in a row. I mean, he had seven steals the whole game, but there were two possessions in a row, bam, bam, that he got steals. And I was just like, man, he's going wild. And during, I think it was during those two possessions, when we were up cheering for him, um, we spotted Bob across the way. So, uh, yeah. So uh, Coach Bob, David's dad, was there. So he came over and talked to us at halftime. So it it was good to see him. He and david's twin which i can't remember what his twin's name is
1: i've for, for the life of me cannot, i want to say I it's like
0: matt or something just just know he's
1: an identical twin and though obviously his twin looks legit legitimately just like him except for like a little bit longer hair and i, I had to make the connection <laughs> <laughs> i made the connection last night or on wednesday when we played and i because he was sitting a little bit further away and bob if you're listening Please don't tell him this. Uh, but um, <laughs> he'd like it, I think. I mean, well, maybe I don't know if it would be a compliment to him or not. Because again, he's he's not necessarily a millennial, so I don't know. Um, so when he was sitting so far away, it looked like he had on um, I don't know if it was like Rolling Stones shirt or it was some sort of like graphic band T-shirt. Yeah. Um, but it was like you know distressed, and then he had on a kind of greenish uh plan like yeah. yeah like uh button up but he had it open you know and he had on like lighter color jeans and so I looked over there and his hair of course was a little bit longer but I don't know think if it was parted down the middle per se but it like it obviously had a little bit of a swoop to it I shit you not I looked over and I was like oh look there's David twin again so I can't remember your name I'm so sorry um and I was like holy shit he looks like home improvement Jonathan Taylor Thomas, like. It looks like straight up a 90s catalog <laughs> <laughs> i think this that's... is a good thing this is a good this is a compliment so please don't take that as like a a knock it totally is a compliment yeah I, no that is
0: style's right. coming back for sure oh
1: 100 the style is and i'm totally on board with everything 90s um i even wear a lot of like 90s fashion and style and i have my hair still down parted in the middle at the moment because um, <laughs> i haven't showered but i need to but anyway um it's just like I literally just had that moment where I looked over I was like oh shit like he legitimately has like a Jonathan Taylor Thomas like a JTT look vibe going on right now I'm here for it um so kudos to your fashion choices sir Mm -hmm. again what the frick is his name it's gonna bother me so bad I want to say
0: it's Matt but I could be off
1: that sounds right actually on that let me I'm gonna look you finish your you finish your stuff yeah
0: because Bob said it and I want to say he, he said Matt, but I can't remember positively. Anyway, okay, uh, so it was it was nice catching up with Bob. He uh, he had just they had just flown in that day and are staying through to go to the um, the Sam game Saturday tomorrow. So uh, so that'll be exciting. Um, Cam also had a great game. Uh, Gavin had a really great game. He had steals. He had charges. Um, defending Cole, he did a really good job. Um, let me see how many points we held him to 11, so that's good. He's, he's usually their high scorer, um, and I think, I think Nana actually did a really great job defending Cole, um, like, I think he had a lot of moments where I was just like, look at you, Nana, uh, showing that seven footer, however tall he is. I don't even know how tall Nana is. Anyways, that dude's huge. He's a giant, um.
1: But yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with you though. I think even though he had a lot of weight on Nana, I still yeah. think he did decently down there. Yeah,
0: so I was I was happy with that. I would have liked to maybe even see Nana in a little bit more helping cover him, just because that was obviously our our number one hurdle, just trying to keep him covered up. But do you find the name or no? Keep going. Oh, that no. That's all my good.
1: Oh, that's all my I, good I, points. Stop, bitch. I don't, think, I don't even think he has a freaking Twitter account. I'm still looking, but I'll go into mine. Um, okay. Oh, wait. Oh, no. I wish you would actually say, because he said, like, great weekend with my boys at SFA, and didn't put any names or anything.
0: Uh.
1: But does he still play for the DeSales Bulldogs? Maybe you could just Google it that.
0: Maybe I'll do that while you're you're going through your list.
1: I love how we're having to like go like into this video. Hey, listen, deep it's, like, if it can... oh, it's, Matt, it's Matt, it's Matt, it's Matt. You're right. It's Gosh. Matt. Gosh. Okay. I'm, how do you remember that? I couldn't. I can't remember what I did yesterday, dude.
0: Got I got the mind of a steel trap. I don't even know I mean, what that means. But God bless America. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm very proud of myself for that. I feel like my short-term memory has been slacking lately, so that was nice.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, that was really good, dude. I should have known. God, bless America. Anyway, all right, we got it. Um, So, yeah, I'm definitely going to talk about my feet strength, my starting five. Uh, Again, like Jacqueline said, it was kind of hard to find positives. I know that sounds horrible, um, but really the only positives were – kind of the majority of it was coming out of the first half. I mean, again, like Jacqueline said, they started off so strong and they did. I mean, we were we were up at the half. We were up at the half. When I, I was so positive. I mean, we were up 34-28 at the end of the half. And I was so, so excited. I was like, you know what? Like, we have all the tools. Like, we could easily, easily, easily win this game. But just going to keep... The first half, got to keep on putting the pressure and just keep the foot on the gas. Like, let's go. And then we come out of the half. And it was okay for a little bit. And then just started creeping and clawing their ass back up. And I was just like, here we freaking go. Oh, but anyway, we're talking about, about positives. We're talking about positives. So yeah. let, me, let me go <coughs> So I will say that they... They did play their hearts out, though. I know a lot of people are saying, like, oh, they just gave up. They just gave up. Or, you know, yeah, there was a lot of execution errors. And I know during post game, Coach took a lot of that on himself, which I understand he'll do. Um, you know, but a lot of thing is, is, like, you could tell the guys what to do, but, like, they still have to execute it. And they just didn't, you know. So they did play their hearts out, though. All the emotion was there, good and bad. The emotion was there. I will give them that they play their hearts out, and it was just it was it was hard to see at the very end because they did play hard. They did they did the best they could do, I guess, in that situation. Um, <clears throat> we only had seventeen turnovers, which, considering how the game ended, isn't horrible. It's not bad. It's not the worst we've had uh, all season, so that's why it's on my plus pro list. <clears throat> 17 turnovers and i believe let me go back and check my stats i believe uh Rottie had the most turnover or the most no i lied um let's see here the most the
0: most turnovers yeah it was roti
1: yeah Rotti, yeah yeah i was i was looking at the wrong thing um he did have a most turnovers and Gavin had four he had five um and Cam had three, but again, like I said, that isn't the worst we've seen the season, so that's why it's on my pro list. We only had 17, there have been a few games where we've had way more than that. So, uh, <clears throat> I will chalk that up into the win column. Uh, Cam was perfect on his free throws, though, even though our free throws honestly could have been what won the game for us if we would have just sunk them, all of them. Um, but he was Perfect on his free throw, so I'll give him that. And then again, David. David played really well. He played <clears throat> in regards to his uh, fill goals. Obviously, not the best on his three point shots, but that's for another time and place. Uh, he did have seven steals, he had thirteen points, he had three assists, um, and he only had one personal foul, which is actually pretty good for him. So, especially when he's trying to play defense there on the point guard, or yeah position so huh man and of course I put a little note said Bobo Bobo it was great seeing Bob can't wait to see him on mm-hmm. Saturday he said he was going to the same Houston game so we will see him on Saturday oh and I forgot to mention uh I will I will tag this in as another side note we didn't mention this in the game notes though but Jacqueline and I did have our uh we dedicated oh, yeah. the final game yeah <laughs> we dedicated the senior night game to our boy David because we've just been we I feel like out of all the seniors we've kind of you know talked with him the most um and of course we know we have a little relationship with his dad because he follows and listens to us like hey bob how's it going <laughs> uh, but we did have our david shirts on and when i say our david shirts i'm not saying like we had like a picture of david with like his face on it or something we love schitt's creek and so that means we had ordered jacqueline had purchased a schitt's creek david like oh david oh my god Ugh, david shirt slash sweater um, yeah Which just a, a purpose
0: I, yeah i had ordered that a while back when i first got addicted on Shit's creek and then i was like you know what i need to wear this one i said to alex i was like i need to wear this one game because it had like all the different ways that alexa says david basically where she's like ew david um david david ew david yay david I was like, it's every possible emotion all on one shirt that can happen in one yes. game. Like, exactly.
1: All um, the things that David could potentially do <laughs> in the one game are all on the shirt. And so she said that, and I was like, oh, what a great idea. I was like, I'll have my friend Megan make me a funny David, ew, David shirt. So I found a design that says, roses are red, violets are blue. Oh, my God, David ew <laughs> and so I had her make that shirt it said that on there and we wore them on like I said on Wednesday night to the game and we took a picture and we posted it and tagged David in it said like we dedicate this last home game to you David wearing our of creep gear <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Bob David's dad thought it was the funniest thing and then later on David messaged us and said I hear you had on shirts for me and we're like well technically Yes and no. They weren't necessarily like David Kappelreis shirts and like his face again. <laughs> right. But it, it what you know, it's one of those things where we bought it with the intention of wearing it to the game, but we also bought it because we love Schitt's Creek. So like, it's not like we bought it just for yeah, that game. Double we're, 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 we're totally gonna wear them multiple other times. But yeah. it, was it was just funny. I was just funny. Had to add that to my pizza strength. I thought that was funny. We, we, you know, a lot of people loved it. A bunch of people thought it was hilarious. And so. Um, <clears throat> not saying that we're not going to do that again i'm sure it'd be another joke i'm sure we'll get shirts made or something for it um but anyway okay let us move on to uh, this is gonna be this this is gonna be the hard part the uh the grievances with the airing of grievances i got a lot of problems with you people now you're gonna hear about You. you
0: So we figured we'd we'd do it a little different this time because our both of our main <clears throat> grievances is a pretty big one and it's it's a big it's a big whole combo, So we're just we're gonna joint yeah. discuss that one so that we don't repeat and <clears throat> we can just go back and forth all at once. So.
1: Yeah, so... <laughs>
0: start this off. Uh, I guess I'll start I, it. So, I was going
1: to say, I don't even know where to start to unpack this. Yeah. Because this is probably the biggest issue we have with this game. Again, not even the fact that we lost. Like, yeah, that was a gut punch, whatever. But, like, this is the biggest issue we had with this game. Yeah, And, and this, by no means... go and start and we'll kind of... Yeah.
0: And by no means did this lose us the game or even tip the scales. Like, there's no way that that can be argued that this is what lost the game. But it's a huge freaking issue so let's
1: yeah it speaks to a bigger issue in the southland and in the situation that we're thankfully leaving because
0: well but it doesn't have anything to do with the southland really it's it's one one individual (laughs) that we have an agreement with
1: it could have been remedied on multiple ends if like People knew about it. That's right. Like, that's my... like, But
0: I don't think any of it that...
1: Been, it should have been fixed. But, I don't, but the, I don't think any of that falls on the...
0: I don't think any of that falls on the South though. But anyhow, okay, so... I mean, okay. Backtrack, though. I agree I mean, or disagree, but whatever, yeah. Well, we discussed it before, but, I mean, we'll get into it all again. No, I but, know, but, yeah. All right, so to backtrack to the last time that we played ACU, if y'all remember, we had the whole technical situation, and we discussed that on the podcast, well... There, there were more rumblings that whenever Calvin got that tech, which he deservedly got the tech, um, that the official who called the tech had made a remark to him uh, with a curse word involved in it. Um, so, here we come around to this game. And the same official in question is reffing the game. And so, I made the comment to Alex. I said, I don't know why he's reffing this game. It seems like it would have been better if we didn't have him because of the controversy from the last game. But whatever. Who, knows, who knew about that? So, we'll get to that. But anyhow. So, we go into halftime, come back out, and they're shooting free penalty shots. Like, free throws. Like, we got a tech. And it's never explained what the tech was for. Everyone's wondering what the technical's for. Even as I look at our stats now, it does not list a technical foul.
1: Yeah, there's no tech on the box score at all.
0: But um, go to watch the little post-game interview. And, of course, thankfully, our boy Caleb, point blank, asked Keller, what was the tech for? And this was the first time that it had been publicly spoken about the incident at the last time with the the ref saying something. And Keller says, point blank, the last time that we played ACU, one of the officials cursed one of my players. Then we end up with the same referee at this game. And I guess he said that someone on the bench said something but wouldn't elaborate what the something was, and so that's what we got the technical for. So, my first grievance was, why why did we end up with this same official again? So, anyway, so I did call, I called my dad last night and FaceTimed with him to tell him about this, because to give more background info, we, I think we talked about this in the last one, but the referee in question, his father refereed with my uncle and I'm pretty sure with my dad and was a very like renowned, respected referee. Like this dude refereed big 12 games all the time. Like any night of the week you could turn on your TV and whatever game college games on, he was refing. Um so when I f- First heard the rumblings about what what this referee said at the last game, I was like, I'm going to be real disappointed if I find out that that's 100% accurate because, like, he knows better. His father was a big-time referee. Like, he just knows better than that. Like, if you're a 40, 50-something-year-old referee, why you got a mouth off to a 19-year-old? Like, why? I, I just don't understand it.
1: Yeah, I, I, here's, and that's and that's my thing, and that's, I think, the main issue I have with the fact is, here's the thing. This is why I have multiple questions, and I wish that we were on, like, a post-game or something, so we could ask these fucking questions, too, because it still irritates me. We talked about this before. Is, if there was an issue, if there was an incident that happened during the previous ACU game, here's my first question. Was that incident reported to the consortium, or reported to the NCAA, or whoever's in charge of referees? Like, was it? Question. We don't
0: know. Right. And that's our okay, main, wait. yeah, that's our main question. Cause like I said, I had, so I had asked my dad, I'm like, why did he even get assigned that game? If that issue happened the last game. And so thankfully my dad gave a little bit of clarity to that. He was like, well, you know, they assign the referees, the games at the beginning of the season. So like, unless it's called to their attention that there was some issue, it's not like they s- scheduled him to that game since the last game happened. Like he's had that the whole season on his schedule. So unless we reported it or made a complaint or something like that, like the Southland and the chapter of referees that he came from probably doesn't even know that there was an issue.
1: Right, and so so that's the first question was <clears throat> if there was a incident, which we totally believe there was, is because who would make that up? First of all, why would anyone make that up that there was a, that like if you heard it point blank, period? Like I don't think Killer that has any. You know, that doesn't help him if he just makes up a story about a ref. Like, it's not going to happen. So, obviously, it happened. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, if it was that egregious, should have been reported. And if it wasn't, why not? Second question is, uh, if it wasn't reported, why didn't – and you brought this up, and I thought this was such a good point. Like, why <clears> wouldn't Kirby, be, being taught and trained and around one of the most respected officials in the NCAA – Should have the frame of mind and the adult senses and critical thinking skills to sit there and be like, okay, well, I have the AB or I have the ABCU SFA game coming up here. I probably should excuse myself and find a replacement because, regardless of whether I was wrong or right, or whoever was wrong or right in that previous situation, like. I might have some bias while I referee and while I, you know, watch and while I, you know, are involved in the game and some of the players on the bench may have a chip on their shoulder, which rightfully so against me. So maybe I should just excuse myself from the game professionally, but he did it.
0: Yeah, and that—that's what I had discussed with Alex before this because I, I also talked on the phone last night to my dad's little BFF, John Alvin, which he um, umpired football for years and years, and that's why he helps with the clock at those FA games. But um whenever I brought up to him what you know, Dad had said about well that he would have already had that game assigned to him, uh, John Alvin was like, well, he sh- he should have taken his himself out of that equation because. And like I said, I mean, I believe he was in the wrong a thousand percent, but even say that he wasn't, still in that scenario, if you know there's already been quite a big to-do and then it's a rematch of the same two teams, professionally, I would want to remove myself just because I would go in thinking no matter what I do, they're going to find something that I did wrong and attribute it back to that other game and it's just, it's still fresh. You know, it's only been a month and a half. Like, it's it's not like this is next season or whatever. Like, it's the same group right. of guys. So, I just it's feel like it would have just been so much easier to take himself out of that scenario. Which makes me believe even more that he was just being shitty on calling that tech this game because...
1: He's just being petty about it. Because
0: why would you call anything that wasn't just 100% obvious especially knowing the, the prior circumstance, you know. And then there's no explanation as to what was said on why he called the tech. and then on the box score, it doesn't list the tech, but we saw them shoot shots. So what the hell happened? Like
1: Exactly. And things are not adding up in the post game. He said it so like voracious. like he was so fired up about this. Like the fact, again, if you have not watched the post game and I just watched it just before we started recording <laughs> because I, I hadn't watched yet either. It is so obvious that something was said, and that this has been carried over even until this game, and tempers were still high. And I just have a feeling Kirby was just sitting there, just freaking waiting for someone to make a snide comment, just waiting, and then so he could so he could just hand out a tech. I, 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 I the fact that he was at that game was so disrespectful to me. I just could not believe that he was there. I just could not.
0: And I still, I, I still have grievances from the initial. Incident. Incident and tech because, like we said, and I'll rehash it very, very quickly, but in that game, what had happened was, as it happened multiple times during this game, we have a player go down for a loose ball, and about two or three of their players want to jump on top very aggressively, which they did that a couple of times uh, Wednesday night. Um, But David went down for a loose ball. Two of their guys jump on him. And Calvin runs over there very obviously and innocently to try to help his man up and make sure that David is okay and not crushed. And Kirby comes up straight behind him where he can't see who it is and grabs him kind of aggressively by the arm to pull him out of the way. As a referee, like, I just, why are you going to do that? Like, that guy doesn't know who's behind him. And if you come up and grab, like, you're just setting yourself up to possibly get hurt. Right. And then even though the player's going to be in the wrong and get ejected or whatever, like you still have a bloody nose or whatever you have from them turning around and thinking that somebody coming up behind them. So I just wouldn't have done that. And then of all the players we have on our team, Calvin is the least like aggressive or likely to try to start throwing blows during a game. Like you can yeah, watch, I don't, you I can watch, number one. you can watch him play a game and see that he's not going to try to be like aggressive in a fighting type of manner. So
1: it, Yeah. The referee the awareness. usually like, the first person who usually stands up and tries to like, you know, pump up to people if they're like coming after one of our guys is usually Gavin.
0: Because he's the and biggest so, one, so all he has to do is kind of just stand there.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And and not we're not sitting here saying that they didn't call the game fairly. Because I mean you could even see that that ACU had Thirty personal fouls and, and we had twenty-one. So obviously, like we weren't saying that the personal fouls and the fouls were what lost us the game. We are—that's que- not what we're questioning here. We are—we are questioning the ethical and moral judgment of the entire situation with that tech foul and with the previous situation with Kirby at this ACU game. So at the one like a month ago or so or whatever it was. Yeah. It, it, It's just, it's, it's the, it's the principle of the fact that his ass should not been on that court refing, and whether or not that was something that the, again, like Jacqueline said, like, like Richard said, her dad, that that was a game that was already assigned to him, which is that normal for him to be assigned both games, like from the same team? I mean, I don't pro- know.
0: he what? Because I, I was thinking about that the other night, and I I would wager a bet that he lives in like Dallas or somewhere, and so he's kind of like right in the middle, and that's why he would end up getting like an ACU game and an SFA game because he's just proximity closer to both of them. I don't know.
1: It's possible. Again, I don't know everything there is to know about the the repping consortium, but I did find a a news article from May 6, 2012, or 2010, I'm sorry, uh, from AP on ESPN saying Big 12 and three others form a consortium. And right here where it says, Southland Commissioner Tom Burnett says officials from the four conferences will be pooled and work under identical guidelines. The goal is to build consistency in how games are called within the four leagues. Burnett says that the consortium is also formed for logistical reasons, allowing officials to take advantage of the geographic proximity to ease travel. Uh, there are similar consortiums that exist among other leagues and other sports throughout the Southland. Uh, and that was pretty much the end of that. I just think that that's so so Southland. It's like, hey, we're gonna join this consortium and form this consortium so that there is consistency and how games are called. <laughs> ha ha! He, ha ha, funny. Big jokes on you, buddy. Um, It's just, the whole situation is wild. I would love to have more context and more answers as to, again, was the original offense incident reported to the consortium or not? If it was, here, let's go back. If it was reported, then who's it up to to, like, investigate that issue? And then maybe, I don't know, like, does the consortium take it upon themselves to be like okay Kirby guess what like because you had this incident like we're gonna switch you out with somebody else we don't there to be any more issues or anything else happening like if it was reported again we don't know if it was but it, let's say it was yeah like whose whose job at the end of the day is to like make sure that he doesn't call another game with even if it, even at SFA like SFA at ACU like it doesn't matter who it's against because, you know, and then is it up to, or is it up to Keller to be like, hey, I don't want such and such referee the rest of the season because of X, Y, Z incident. Like, who's who's yeah. who's in charge of this? Like, these are all really great questions. We don't know. I, I would just love some more answers. But whether or not we get them or not is.
0: Yeah, I know. I would love loose. to know, yeah. too. And de- definitely for me, I was just. Um, I don't even know what word I'm searching for here there were a lot of thoughts that I had i was I was perplexed I was dumbfounded I was very just disa- ah. like yeah. disappointed because knowing that that guy's father is a referee who like my dad and my uncle refed with and was very like respected I just expected better and that's just not that's just it's just not it's just not. Not the way the well, referee no, no. should be, and so, correct, correct. Uh,
1: and that's why I kind of blame a little bit of the Southland just a little bit is because again, consistency, you know, if you know that there's issues with your referees, like even I know it's not all of them I'm not you know if it's just this one referee, hopefully <clears throat> again, this stuff gets you know worked out because I at the end of the day like it, it's it's a bad look against your conference, and if I was Tom Burnett, I would be like doing anything I could after all of us are leaving, you know, to bring the Southland back to at least some sort of, you know, respectful stature. And that starts with making sure that all the people that I don't, even if the, they don't work for the Southland, it doesn't, I don't, it doesn't matter. Like it makes sure it makes at the end of the day, it makes you look bad. The fact that you have referees bitching out and cursing out your players. And apparently according to Keller during the post game, again, if you haven't listened to the post game, you need to, he said that one of the referees, I don't know which one at this moment, I have no idea, said that Rati jumped into the standard on purpose.
0: Oh, yeah, when he hurt he himself. that uh, was probably the same one. I'm just going to pile it all on him for
1: today. Cause... It probably was. It probably was. I mean, but I just, I, when he said that, I was like, they're accusing our players of jumping into the standard on purpose. He got hurt. Like, why would he do that on purpose?
0: Yeah, that's asinine at best, but
1: yeah. I, when he said that I about lost my mind, and then there was the moment, I don't know if it was when the day David fell down, or if it was uh, when um, it happened over by over by the the scores table. I don't know what moment it was at, but I think it was with Nana. I think it was when Nana got fouled or something like that, and he wanted to go shoot his free throws or something. Um, literally Kirby ran over and was like yelling at Keller saying I need you to get back we've already all. The see we did it like he was like being extremely disrespectful to Kyle and again even no matter what the coach is saying to you no matter if they're yelling at you calling you every name in the book like again you're the referee like you should be the, the model of decorum and keeping everything you know on a even keel, because that is your job. You yeah. do not have to go off like that. There is no reason for that.
0: No, and I I feel like I I think about referees a lot the same in the same regard as I do coaches. Where like if you if you know what you're doing and you're confident and you assert yourself, you don't have to go buck to wild ever. and yell mm-hmm. and be all these crazy things. Like if people respect you mm-hmm. and listen to you because you stand up on what you're what you're expecting then all you have to do is walk over there and say coach if you don't sit down I'm going to tee you up and then if you get up again you're out and then it's done you know right and so I feel like I just have a high a higher expectation from from my uh over exposure to refereeing throughout my life right you know anyway So I
1: agree. That was
0: it. So you go on with your, your, yeah,
1: we're going to end it there. I'm sure if anybody else has any other comments or questions or whatever, they can totally, we can totally talk about it later, but let's just, let's continue. Let's just continue. Okay. (laughs) So the last second loss with the layup at the buzzer, just imagine the elation and pure joy that we felt at the last second tip-in at Duke. Just flip this to the opposite emotions, because that's how it felt.
0: And that's they cel- how- they celebrated almost as much as we did when we wanted I
1: to. <laughs> I, oh, my God. I think that, I don't know what annoys me most was the <laughs> fact that they hit the last second tip-in. I was like, ah, fuck, you know what happens. All right. Fuck. All right. (laughs) But the main fact that the coach and the players, the coach went berserk. Like he just won the whole NCAA tournament, like Enchilada. Like he went berserk. And I understand, you hadn't beat SFA at SFA. Ever. Never, ever. I get that. Big win. I got it. Understood. The fact that that might have secured you into winning a piece of the title. Got it. I understand it. But he acted like he just won the whole damn NCAA tournament. Like, and that we were the champions playing and shit like that. Like, that's that's how he acted. And that was absolutely asinine. Uh, So, again, grievance towards that. Like, dishonor to you. Dishonor on your family. Dishonor on your cow. Like, that's how I felt about that. It was just, again, take the elation that we felt at the duke game last second buzzer tip in and then flip it on its head and that is the pain that felt in my chest at that moment because of how hard they were playing and they just let it slip away from them it was just i don't and i didn't like disrespectful nature of all that and then homeboy was walking around the freaking uh court area i guess he was doing some post game over with his media guy or something And then i don't know if someone in our stands on the on that side of the court said something to him or he was just getting butthurt about a comment uh but he like walked over to that one guy that we never know who the heck he is that stands in the tunnel and he said something to that guy so maybe he's like like our chief of police or something or like head of security or something because he went over and said something to him and like pointed to the stand so the guy that was standing there and the home and the guy that he was pointing to took off up the stairs and jetted. So obviously that I said something and that's huh. so nice to the, uh, to Mr. What's his face from.
0: Sorry, not sorry. From,
1: yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> okay, well, yeah, now um, we got to find out who that dude is, but anyways,
1: I know, I know. Okay. So a couple other notes on the grievances side of it. I'm still pissed about again with the, with what they said about Rafi went into the standard on purpose. Like that blew my mind. That was egregious. What the hell is that? Say you're saying that I can't believe the refs were accusing him of doing it on purpose. I still can't. I still I can't, can't believe that. I still can't believe that. There. I mean, as Keller said it in post game, there were so many weak calls. I mean, not saying that there were calls that weren't correct, but they were weak. Like yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna call it on us, you gotta call it on the other side too. Again, not saying that their calls are what made us lose the game because, you again, ADU had 30 personal fouls and we had, like, 17 or whatever it was. 21, about. yeah. 21, yes, 21. So, obviously, they were calling it kind of upside on, you know, as you said. But still, bleh. that three-point percentage is absolutely, like, I want to throw up. It is <laughs> 13.3%. That is disgusting. Two a 15 for the threes. I am flabbergasted at that. Like, I don't know what the hell we were doing in three-point range. Literally Cameron made one and Roxy made one, and that was the end of it. I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell that is. The other point I have is free throws, free throws, free throws. Honestly, if you want to blame anything on the loss, it's the free throws. The fact that we missed so many free throws mm-hmm. – that would have won the game. We were 23 out of 35. Like, 23 out of 35. If, again, we lost by two points. If, if someone, someone, anyone would have just made three. We would have won the game.
0: I know. Or at least two, we could have gone in overtime.
1: Something. Something. That's just wild. And then my last grievance, and this is, I was actually kind of shocked at this statistic. I was not aware that this had happened, but both Nigel and Calvin, And you know how much I I know how much you love Cal. I love Calvin too. Nigel's heading up there because he's had some really good moments. But they both played for Calvin for for 20 or Nigel for 20 minutes, Calvin for 21 minutes, and they barely scored a damn basket. Nigel scored nothing. He played for 20 minutes and scored nothing, nothing. Calvin played for 21 minutes. He had three points. I'm sorry, we can't win with that kind of, with that kind of, execution are you kidding me no you can't you can't win like that you can't win like that anyway that's my that was the end of mine
0: okay I'll I'll, I'll segue into this wasn't not that I do them in priority order but
1: right one of, I don't. yeah
0: one of my grievances under the offense section was basically the same thing you're saying there but so mine was like us like I said in the stat section our bench points we only have four points we need more consistent scoring, and we need more people able to score. Because here's the thing. We have four main players who comprise our scoring. Gavin, David, Rati, and Cam. And here's the thing. You can pretty much count on Gavin to be one of the top two scorers every game. And then between Cam, David, and Rati, it's, it's kind of hit or miss. Like, they, they'll consistently usually score, you know, maybe nine points or so then they might score twenty something points. But between the four of them, you you can count on at least two people really putting up like twenty plus points to help us help us out there. But beyond beyond that, we don't have anybody scoring. And so I mean especially Calvin has got to be more aggressive on on offense because we're we're losing those four guys who are scoring. I mean, somebody's gotta be consistently putting up some numbers and taking some I shots. Agree. Or where are we going to, I mean, if if everybody on the team is scoring seven or less on their best day, mm-hmm. like, well, we're going to put up like 50 points a game. I mean, mm-hmm. on a good day, like, so especially from Calvin, I got to see more, like, I know he has it in him and I know he can do it and we got to have some people mm-hmm. step up and, and be more consistent and put up, put up some more points.
1: And that's also what concerns me. And I, I I blacked out for a minute there because I don't know if you had mentioned this but that also concerns me if if none of if none of our scorers return none of our starters return except for Calvin who the hell is going to freaking take up for it? Like who who do we got? Nigel? We're going to count on Nigel? We're going to count count on Zamir? (laughs) Because that's a big old frick no.
0: Okay I couldn't even contain my response on that. Sorry.
1: You know what I mean? Like who, if if Roxy doesn't come back, okay, David, okay, if, if if those if Cam, we already know Cam's most likely gone. I mean, he's he's already said goodbye. Yeah.
0: He's already said
1: goodbye. <laughs> I mean, so Cam's out. No idea what the hell Gavin's doing. So all we have, Charlie, no idea what the frick Country's doing. So if all five of them don't return, we have Calvin. And who the hell else, like?
0: Some people are going to have to start learning to score. Um, so, that was one of my offensive notes. Another offensive note I had was our offensive boards were shitty. We only had six offensive rebounds. Um, Bad. And the free throws, which Alex said this too, but we could we could have won that DM game on free throws. We had 12 missed free throws. 12. I mean, tw- 12. We only needed two to at least tie it. Like... A 65.7 is not the worst free throw percentage we've had this season, but it's not good enough. And when you when you get down to a game like this, where you're playing one of the best offensive teams we've played, you you gotta make the free throws, the free throws. Like you gotta get up yeah. there and knock them down. Um, yeah, it's just too easy of an opportunity. Um, this is a really simple grievance, but. I didn't, I just, there were so many grievances that I had to have one that was, like, not super heavy. Why did they not have their name, their last names on their jerseys? I just don't understand. Like That's so
1: juvenile, too. I just like, think
0: that looks so cheap. Like, this is D1. Yeah. This is not high school. We need your last names on the jersey. Come on, ACU. Spring, yeah. for, spring for the extra cash to get the last name on the jersey. It just looks tacky. Um, You know, uh, can
1: I, can I, can I Yes, I I feel really bad now, like beyond bad, beyond bad. Bob, please, 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 there, I'm, I'm, our freakingest, freaking Matt, because I mean, he even follows us, and we follow him, and we we still didn't remember his. I remembered. I remembered. I remembered. All right. I'm sorry. I did not remember his. You weren't sure though. You said, well, I don't know. I think it's I Matt. Think it's Matt. Even, I even, sure. even during the game, you're like, Oh, what's his name? I don't remember. So don't know, no, ma'am, you, but we've never, remembered.
0: but we've never met him though.
1: No, we haven't. No, we haven't. But
0: I promise you, he doesn't know our names. So
1: that's a probably a very good chance. That's probably just like those two crazy. Those two, those really two broads. About. Yeah, it's okay. I was, pr- I, was, wearing David shirts.
0: I was pretty confident, but um, anyhow, okay, so also, okay, all right, there were multiple backdoors, and my complaint on this was, listen, I'm all about the press, the press freaking you and the overplaying on defense, but listen, Linda, if you're going <laughs> to overplay on defense like we do, you cannot sleep on a strong offensive team like ACU. Like you better, if you're gonna take that one extra step to overplay on D, you better freaking know who's on the weak side and which is the closest person on the team that needs to be watching the gap. Like you gotta constantly, and that's why it's so hard to play the defense that we do, and sometimes I don't necessarily agree with us playing it over that hard. But like, just on a on a team like ACU, if, if you're gonna take that extra step to the left, and leave the gap open, you better freaking know who's in your peripheral and which defender can step up the quickest to help on help side defense. Like, I just I just can't. There were so many yeah. easy, easy money ones where they just – they're like – and th- that's the thing. Like, they're so good at that. Like, they know. They were reading that defense. And there were a couple times where I wouldn't even call it a backside. It was just like a weak side drive straight to the bucket where, like – one of their big dudes would just he was aware and he was looking and he knew it was gonna be weak, and he just freaking took it and so I just oh any okay, so that rolls into my next point. We had lots of lots of just errors and missed opportunities, missed shots, twelve free throws turnovers and and like I said with the overplaying on deep, any one of those. Things. Any single one. Pick whichever one you want. Whichever missed two free throws, whichever turnover, whichever missed shot, whichever like missed rebound, whichever time we let them have the backside layup. Any single one of those things on their own could have turned the game outcome the other direction. So we should not get ourselves in a position to where we rely on having to make one specific play at the end of the game to win us the game. Like, we should never, ever, ever get in that position. We were up by 15 points in the first half, and we give up so many little different errors that any one of them could have changed the tide of the game. And then we get down to the very last possession, and it's like, well, sorry that we all have made 10 errors and turnovers and missed shots and whatever, but now, Gavin, it's all on you, buddy. you got to make this shot, or we're... Not gonna win, and then
1: yeah, to put it all on his shoulders, and you could even see after the game how how emotionally upset and like distraught that he was because you know he thought that. yes, and that that's he, my that point is that you know that he put that, that on him was he like I lost it that for the player Because yes. I couldn't yeah because I'm a bad player I couldn't that, put up the frickin' I got stripped or whatever happened at the end. You know they blocked it or stripped it. I couldn't remember. I can't recall. I I probably blacked out. Uh, <laughs> and and you know you know that he put all of that on him because he's like, if I would have just made that layup, would be going into overtime right now. If I would have just made my free throws, would be going into overtime right now. He was physically, he was doubled over, y'all. He was doubled over. He could not, like, he was sobbing. When I say yeah. like, there's tears, there's normal tears. Normal and years. that's this. This poor boy was sobbing, sobbing. And
0: that that grievance is like almost up there for me with the with the whole referee debacle grievance because I just I can't stand to see that because that one player is, is going to feel completely responsible for the loss and for their lack of being able to make that one possession when we sh- it should never get to a position to where you're relying on that one possession because the fact of the matter is you've at least there's never a perfect game. Like you can play hard and you can put it all out there, but when you get down to it, if it comes to a position of we gotta we gotta make something on this possession or we're gonna lose, you've made it guaranteed. You've made at least one mistake in the game before that. Then it could have been that mistake. It could have been any of the mistakes. Like like I said, whenever I played, I had a coach that said, uh, you know, all all these little bitty mistakes that you make during the game, they all add up to one big pile of shit. And then, that's where you get yourself in trouble. So, I just, I don't want Gavin to, you know, um, get stuck on that for too long and get too down on himself. Because it, it could have been any one of those I, other errors. I don't errors. either. Any Correct. one of them.
1: exactly. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, two days ago, a couple games ago, it was Rotty. Yeah. Like, he had two opportunities. One in regulation and one at the end of the first OT to, to win the game with a simple layup. And did it happen? No again i understand the implication of this game it being a lot more on the line and it being the last home game and it was more emotional totally get that but i hate i hate that for him i really do and then also uh as reported by mama tess apparently uh, david on the other side of the court was also very very upset we just couldn't see it um and i don't like that either david please please don't be upset please lord Oh God! I just want to give them all hugs. Fuck you, COVID! I just want to hug them. No, that's hate this shit. you know what. Shit. I'm gonna
0: end that. Well, that's my other. I, this wasn't listed in my grievances, but that's a major grievance for me on this season because I feel like every we aren't as we haven't had the opportunity to get as close to these seniors as we have some of the other ones because they only played for us for one year before COVID happened, and then right. you know we're used to sitting. Directly behind the bench, and as soon as the game's over, all the guys come over, and we get hugs and high fives, and we get to speak to them a little bit, and we haven't gotten to have any interaction with them this season, and it just None. really sucks, and it makes it really me very dies. sad it because really because I love getting to see them at the end, of the, and especially like after that game. I mean, like it could have used a hug. I think back to the. Bullshit. And I think back to the year before last when it was um, Johnny and Kevon and Nate's junior year, and we lost that last game at home. And I remember Nate was freaking sobbing. Sobbing. But he yes. came Star over, and we you, and we both gave him a that. big Don't. hug. And we're like, mm-hmm. come on, buddy, it's okay. Like, you've got one more season. Onwards and upwards. Like, you'll
1: bounce back. It'll be fine. Yeah.
0: And that's that's kind of how we built these like strong relationships that we've had with with previous players. I'm not saying we don't have a relationship with these guys, but we missed we missed a lot this year of get, getting to even like see them at the end of the game. Like they don't even I mean they don't even know that we're there. We're like multiple rows up. They're kind of they're kind of playing a game, you know. Um so it's not really like we've yeah. gotten to interact and, with and them. And it stinks.
1: I mean it it's just hardcore stinks like but I mean, it's, it's terrible. I hate it. I really do. And I think that, you know, because of COVID, it's really taken the wind out of a lot of people's sails, including the fans and including obviously the team. And so, you know, I'll be so glad whenever next season, hopefully we'll be back to kind of, you know, normal where we could sit right behind the team. We can actually grow, you know, relationships with the players and like, for them to know that we're there and supporting them, and then after the game, if it's a win or a loss, we give them hey, some high fives every time, and you know, or big hugs if they need it. And I just at that moment, like I don't, I don't know, but I, just, I wanted so badly just to run down to the stairs, hop over the barrier, and run up and give Gaven gave a hug. And thank God for Jalen for being there. Jalen, oh, you sweet, no. sweet boy.
0: Bless his little heart, Jalen. You
1: for holding Gabe in and literally holding him and giving him a hug and holding him the whole time during the school song because he was just sobbing, sobbing, it,
0: inconsolable.
1: You yeah. literally, I, and I, I can't do it. When I see boys cry, I can't do it. I can't handle it. I can't do it. Like I start crying myself. I, I was like, I, I gotta get out of here. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I don't like seeing boys cry. It's bullshit. I gotta leave. And yeah.
0: <sighs> anyway, it was a bummer.
1: Do you have anything else on your uh, grievance list?
0: No. So, I'll just go into my, my one word to describe the game analysis, and it took me a while, and I don't even know that this is the, the best fitting word that I could come up with, but I, I was trying to think... I mean, I was, I was really just dejected. It was kind of a good one, but I, I put despondent because I just feel like... And that, that's more... I feel like for me, I mean, I mm-hmm. was very upset that we lost the game... But I'm, I'm, I'm more like big picture upset and disgruntled and despondent with the whole like referee issue. Yes. On a principal factor, but also because the dude's dad refereed with my dad and my uncle and like, I know that he knows better. And so I'm just, I'm very, I'm I'm very despondent and disappointed there.
1: I mean, for me, it was totally just on my side of it. And again, you know more about the referee stuff because your dad. But like, I just thought the whole situation was just disrespectful, not only to the integrity of the game, but also to the fact that I'm sure, who knows how Calvin felt. I'm sure not good. I'm sure not good. Like having to see his his face again, knowing full well that 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 man is an adult and Calvin is a sophomore in college. And that man like basically cursed him out. At the last basketball game that he saw him at, and now he had to see his ass again? Fucking shit. And, and Fucking he's
0: the one shitty. who's in charge of maintaining the game?
1: The the game. In charge of maintaining the safety, maintaining the yeah. game and its integrity, maintaining, you know, keeping everybody on the same playing field, and his ass was there, and the fact that I'm sure I'm, I would have been livid, yeah. first of all. And I'm sure Keller was not pleased. And again, that's why I would like to... Have more know yeah. about more, more context of that situation to so, know if there was any sort of you know again uh you know incident grievance filed or something i would love to know more but anyway so my, my one word was uh i don't know it was just like it was just a gut check and i don't know if that's the one word uh or it's a two-worder with a hyphen it doesn't matter at this point it was just a gut check like i felt so bad for them just knowing what was all on the line for that game and also the fact that they could. have easily won the game and i think that yeah. Like, i was telling i don't know who i was talking to i was talking to you after the game mom after the game multiple people after the game and i was like honestly i would have rather have lost that game by 10 or 20 points yeah 10 or 20, i would have preferred a 10 or 20 point blowout to be honest with you rather than a last second tip in at the buzzer oh and then they had to wait around for a second to like check for what were they checking for goaltending or something
0: I, I think just to make sure he, he got it off in time. He got it off
1: in time. Okay. Yeah. I heard somebody. I heard somebody throw out goaltending. No. Like, what the fuck. But no. I it was know, their
0: big not. dude. None of our guys jumped high enough to goaltend. Exactly.
1: Tend. So I was just like, wait, what? And so I was just, I was so confused at the whole situation, and and the way that the and the way that the head coach acted after the game was just extremely. Just juvenile. To I mean, like, I've been saying juvenile a lot, but I, I think that was just totally ridiculous. He definitely ridiculous.
0: celebrated more than Keller did when we beat Duke.
1: Yes. Yes. When we beat Duke, Keller calmly, rationally walked He was just like, okay. <laughs> Shaked his hand and walked off the court it was like, heh, just another day in the life of Coach Keller. He didn't run around the court like a crazy banshee, screaming, yelling, shaking his hands. I mean, yeah, it was just a gut check because I'm just like, that was disrespectful. First of all, again, good for you. You won the game. You beat us at home for the first time. Good for you. Ha, hee. happy, joy, lucky. But I mean that you didn't need to do that. You could have just you could have just calmly and rationally walked over. And then he did, obviously, after that whole debacle, ran over and, and shook Keller's hand, which was nice for him. But at the same time, it was just... That, that initial celebration was just wild. So it was just a gut yeah. check all the way around. Like, I felt bad for Gavin He was crying. Jesus, Lord, heaven. Felt bad for David. He was trying to keep it together. But obviously, he was visibly upset as well. I was just... Ugh. Anyway, so... You know what, because we're already running late, we're going to probably just kind of skip through and uh, just remind everybody, again, to purchase your My Plates. Go to www.myplates.com slash so you can get a $50 rebate. Uh, again, you can have either a one-year, three-year, five-year term. You can either get a personalized or background-only plate. Lots of options on there for you, so just as a reminder, make sure you go and check out your uh, those My Plates at www.myplates.com. If you want to get yourself a plate, those are your options for you. Um, Cause we also have some fan comments. That's why I was trying to skip through that mm. real quick because there's a lot, you
0: know, some we terror. talked about
1: killers. Yeah. We talked about killers post game. Uh, I'm not, I don't know if there was anything else specifically from post game that you wanted to discuss. Um, I just thought it was interesting. You know, a lot of people were giving killer shit his post game. I think the postgame game was fine. He was acting like a coach that just lost a big game.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll give
1: my. There was nothing wrong with his coach. There was nothing wrong with his post game presser.
0: To no, I'll, I'll, I'll give my reason. hot take on that, and I, y'all know I would I would say otherwise if it was different. But was right. he a little short starting out? Yeah, maybe. Uh, we just yeah. lost on senior night. We just lost to ACU on our home court, which we never have. Uh, We just had this whole debacle with the official from the previous game, and if you're the one starting, like, kicking off this this post-game press conference, then you should know all those things, and maybe you should come up with some better questions. I'm sorry, the questions sucked, and they kind of fell flat, and when you're in journalism, sometimes that happens. And you learn from it and you move on and you, you learn how to read the room and how to read your interview subject. And that's my thought on that.
1: I agree 100% with what you're saying. Um, yes, there was a vastly, again, like you're, you're catching teller at a very bad time. Like obviously he is not, uh, he, he's not excited. As if, I mean, he, he appreciates the fact that he has to do this. He appreciates the fact that they're, you know, Caleb is there. John's there, and then we have you know our media lady, uh, Chelsea. I think your name is, and they're there, and they're obviously there to ask questions. But you have to make sure that you come correct with the right questions. You have to know your audience. I mean, I teach this all the freaking time in public speaking. You got to know who your audience is. You got to set the tone. You got to understand. You know what the circumstances and the context are in this situation. And the fact is, is that if you don't ask the right questions or if you don't come correct with the right tone or you don't start off with a long ass long winded question and then ask the coach, well, what did y'all talk about in the locker room?
0: Yeah, I could, I I can tell you that I can make a few guesses and I think that it's probably not anything that would want to be discussed in a post game press conference. Um, just, you know, just throwing that out there. I've only watched a few basketball games in my life, but I can imagine it it wasn't like a happy tone of anything that he wants to share with the rest of us. So I, I don't feel like that was the best, the best question to open up with, um, to set the tone there.
1: I mean, and and again, I think Chelsea is, I don't know her. I haven't met her. I, I, I know nothing about her other than that. She's just new within this past like few months, but like you know, normally she does a really good job. I just think maybe she was just not necessarily prepared for a pissed off killer. Normally she has happy go lucky killer. So yeah, you live and you learn. uh, Yeah, I mean, she'll just have to just kind of figure things out as you go. And, uh, And again, he's he's obviously used to Caleb and John because he's they've been around as long as he have covering the jacks and so he's used to them and their questions and I think it's just a matter of the fact that Caleb came with a great question, first question yeah. off the bat. Well, hey coach, what was that tech about? Yeah. Well, what, what, what the heck was that? Straightforward, you know? and then,
0: factual question. Like, make it easy on right, the guy. Right. Tell us what you know? we all want to know. Asking,
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so, I, I, I don't really understand all these people giving him giving him grief about the about post game. I think again, he was handling post game like any coach who just lost a big game would. I mean, he doesn't want to sit there and, and ask all these questions about, oh, you know, what, what's, your over, what, what's, what's your messages about the season? Yeah, Maybe we're, we're not even done with the season yet. Yeah, that,
0: that's not a game to catch someone on to ask a theoretical question. Like, no. let's just get down to the facts. Let's talk about stuff that's undeniable and that he can just answer straightforward, boom, boom, bam, onto the next thing.
1: But right, what do I know? Uh, coach, what do I know? Right, right, right. You know, like, <laughs> coach, obviously tough loss tonight. I'm sure it hurts. Like, we have one more game left against Sam Houston. Uh, thoughts going into that game? You know, or, you know, what's, what's, what, what what do we go from here? What do we do from here? How do we lift the spirits back of the team? Like, ask questions that he legitimately is thinking about right now. Like, these are things I already have to fucking do. Like, I already have to lift the spirits. We already have to plan for Sam Houston. Like, but at the moment, they're not even thinking of Sam Houston. They're thinking of, oh, shit, I just lost the game for my team.
0: On my senior night.
1: And on my senior night, and they're in the freaking locker room, fucking probably in tears still. Yep. Like, give them a break. Like, yeah. Anyway, so, so that was the post game. I'm sure there are other people who probably may disagree with that, but that's fine. That's my hot um, take. We're not, take it or leave we're, we're, it. We're not in the business of agreeing with everybody. We're in yeah. the business of talking about how we feel, the opinions that we have. Whether or not you agree with us, I don't really care. Uh,
0: <laughs> sorry, no, sorry.
1: Sorry, not am sorry. Um, and then we had just a few comments, and I say a few comments, just uh, some things that were tweeted at us on uh, the, same, the same night as the game, both by John, uh, John Treadway. Um The first one saying that it was about David. Uh, he said that, and this is, again, remember if you can recall, John, I love, buddy. I really do. But I mean, this is a complete 360 turnaround from what you said about David.
0: 180.
1: Way, way different. 180. And obviously you, you, you've, you've corrected the error of your ways and you now understand that you made a big mistake when you said that David wasn't a good player because he said, and I quote, David may be the smartest college basketball player I have ever seen. The inbound play off the back of the defender was genius. His body position offensively is always spot on, and that timeout he just called one more year, please.
0: Well, I will give him. He never said that David wasn't a good player, though. He said he posed the question: Is DeAndre a stronger player than David? He didn't like point blank say David's not good,
1: right? Okay, so I'll give sorry. him. I'll give that, him a little bit phrase. there. I'm sorry. And okay, you know yes, what? He never said that he was about, but. Like, I'm sorry. Let's just take a moment and sit here and think, uh, where the fuck is DeAndre? Where is he indeed? He hasn't been on the bench in four games. So, do we really want to sit here and talk about that maybe DeAndre could be better? Homeboy isn't putting in the work, so I'm sorry. No.
0: Well, Why? but I'm saying, earlier in the season, I'll give him a little bit, like, I'll give him a little slack. Like, in earlier in the season, you you want to think out the what-ifs in any scenario, but um you yeah. know he's he's seen that, that 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 his his thought that deandre might be stronger was definitely not not reality so he's made it he's made a, he's made a 180 and is singing david's praises so uh one more year yeah. one more year david
1: we would love one more year from david <laughs> i would honestly give i would give a lot uh what would i give uh, what don't I use a lot? I would give probably my <laughs> left hand. I'm I'm a righty, so left hand I could definitely give away for that. Uh, my mom would absolutely cry tears of joy if David stayed for one more year because she's obsessed. with She him. would
0: throw him a big party. Well, maybe not uh, a I'm sure she, maybe not a big oh, party because of COVID. You but know, she would. Here's the thing. Yeah. She doesn't.
1: She doesn't make her famous two day sauce for me if I ask. But I bet if we asked for David. I bet she'd she would. Hop. She'd hop in that kitchen. She's even shaking her head. She was. Look, <laughs> Look at that. She she wouldn't make the sauce for her own flesh and blood, but she'd make a two day sauce that's a pain in the ass for David Calgary's I will be damned. This this is devastating to me as, a, as a <laughs> just because he's a Pennsylvania boy. I, I'm I'm from your loins, and you wouldn't make it for me. That's bullshit. You realize they can't hear you on this side, right? I know you're talking to me, but I can barely hear you, though. Oh. Okay, because these headphones, I can't hear you. Come uh, on, yeah, yeah. When they had Meet the Jacks, yeah. When, I first met when him, you first saw him, yeah. I knew he was the yeah. guy I was going to be for. <laughs> I that <laughs> <laughs> I think. That-
0: i think mama tess had a little crush on david
1: oh david oh mama does have a little crush Crush at
0: first sight at first sight she knew that was gonna be her man
1: she likes him she likes him she doesn't know why she doesn't she can't explain it (laughs) something about him david he's a scrapper (laughs) he is a scrapper i will say that okay uh the second comment from john he said this was about mm, a couple minutes before the game was over i believe uh, roti and Calvin are having terrible nights. These refs are making the game about fouls. We could still pull this off. Miraculous. Obviously, that was before the game ended. So, yikes. Uh, thoughts about that first comment though about roti and Calvin are having terrible nights?
0: Yeah, they didn't have the best games. I mean, Rati, well, no, they didn't. Rati I mean, only Rottie... scored seven, Calvin only scored three.
1: Roti was, yeah, he was one of nine uh, field goal. He literally only, he made one of five th- uh, three-pointers. He was, he was decent on his three, f- three throws. He only missed two, but like, I mean, and he like you said, scored seven points. Yeah. Considering he was the guy that was carrying us through, you know, the last couple games, and then all of a sudden it comes to this game and he was basically shut down of all for seven points. I mean, he had five turnovers as well. He had five, five, the most on the team. Like, yeah. I don't know what the heck. Uh, and then, yeah, Calvin had a – he just – yeah, he did not have the best game at all either. I agree with that. I mean, he – the only points he scored were literally free throw points. So, I don't have to agree with that. I'm going to have to agree with that. Uh, let me do a quick check, make sure there's no more comments on the Twitter sphere. I don't think we got any more last minute here. Um Let me just do a quick check here. Bob did say he did love our teas and he and he loved catching up last night. So that was a lot. Bob, can't wait to see you again on yeah. Saturday. Shout out, shout out to Bob. Bob. <laughs> Bob. All right. That's that's Bob, that's David's dad. That's Bobbo Yeah, that's David's dad. Uh there were a couple conversations going on about um about the refs obviously, about that situation. Uh previously, there was a bunch of conversations going on about that. Um of course there were people talking about the halftime show. Oh. <laughs> My mom did
0: like that. Oh, no <laughs> no no, listen. It was it was on ESPN.
1: Mom is on. Mama is very upset about this, saying that that was on America's Got Talent. Give me a freaking break!
0: But that the dude, the halftime from our game made ESPN. I don't know what it was like highlighted on, but it that
1: was. A way to oh, one really? Of, yeah, one of That's my, funny. One I of my friends. See
0: that. One of my friends texted me and said that it was on ESPN.
1: Okay, uh, I forgot that Daryl had posted this on the twitters. Okay, so whenever. Cody Corley had said that Kyler Keller just absolutely ripped an official. Apparently the official cursed a player while we were at ACU. Then the Southland sends, again, that's not, not necessarily the Southland, but it's the consortium, and it's, he's already assigned, uh, to enact this game. Something was said in the, uh, the ref gave it's very technical, unbelievable. Uh, and then Daryl had responded saying to all of our conversations, saying I would have to believe a report was filed with the folks running the consortium about this incident and that guy still got the rematch. In my experience, if you have a high level assignment and, and there's involved in an incident, the first time those teams met, you should get pulled. I mean, yeah, but we don't know if there was a report. We have yeah. no idea. All right, so that's that's, that's that. The game was fixed. No, the game wasn't fixed, Tess, get out of here. All <laughs> right, you're, you're done. You're done saying your piece. No, I'm not. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> All right, so. Yes, ma'am, you are. All right, so obviously we have one more game left of the year. Doubleheader Saturday in Prisonville, a.k.a. Sam Houston, a.k.a. William R. Johnson South. Uh, Obviously, when we played Sam Houston last time at home, we did win. So if you can make it out to the game, if you can make it down to Huntsville or up to Huntsville, depending on where you live, um, please... Do so and order your tickets now. Hopefully there's still some tickets left. I don't know. You could only order them online and pick them up at will call. You can't just walk up and buy, which makes no sense whatsoever. You can walk up to pick up your will call tickets, but you can't walk up and purchase a ticket. Yeah, that's dumb. Okay, that makes no sense. Anyway, so ladies are at 2 o'clock, guys are at 5 Um, we still haven't necessarily decided if we're going to eat here, eat there. I was going to see if you wanted to look up some Huntsville, uh, restaurants. There's a couple that have good reviews. Um, there's a place called Farmhouse Cafe. There's a place called City Hall Cafe and Pie Bar. And also a Shortstop Burger. I think Shortstop Burger, they have five stars. Like, it's apparently, like, a really cool place in Huntsville. Uh, We'll consider it. Okay, We'll we'll talk about it more. But, yeah, but there are a couple of those places that uh, would be really good options. You know what? I have heard of Shorts Top Burgers. I think that that's one of the, like, top places in Huntsville, actually. So Mm. we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, guys, um, we have a couple podcasts also kind of planned for post-game or for postseason, hopefully uh we'll get those done either next week or week after next week is spring break for me and I plan on doing absolutely jack shit so I'm so excited (laughs) (laughs) that'll be nice ready yeah it'll be good nice little break but anyway so man that was a long one kind of long-winded hope you guys stuck around for it and uh we just, there was a lot of, we had, there was a lot to get out. We had a lot of grievances too. There, there discuss.
0: was
1: a lot. It really were. Um, all right. So hope you guys have a great night. Great weekend. If you come out to the Sam Houston game, be loud, wear purple, get there early. And hopefully we'll see you there. And always remember to Axe and Jacks.
0: With Alex and Jacks.